Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about protecting the black woman. Mm. There has been so much going on in the news about black women with the Me Too movement and how a lot of us feel like we're excluded out of the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Um, Nia Wilson. With Nia Wilson, the stabbing and death of Nia Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, and just all around, there's just been a lot of stuff going on. And it's just like, it makes you like sit down and think like, where are our black men <laughs> when we're we're needing protection? Are they there? Are 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 they aren't there? You know, <laughs> like are they there? Or are they not there? And I mean, of course, you know, we're gonna say they're there and they're not there <laughs> at the same time because that's the truth. But um, maybe there just needs to be more protection of the black woman. How do you feel as a black woman, guys? How do y'all feel? <laughs> Um, When we say we need them to be there, I guess the question I want to pose is, do we need them to be there vocally? Do we need them to be there speaking out in the media? Do we need them to be there to have that shoulder to cry on? Like, what form do we need them there? Because we could say that maybe they're not as vocal on the media, but what if they're like physically there and in presence? So which area, I guess? are we trying to target on we need them there? I guess every every medium. Every Mm -hmm. medium? Yeah, so like whatever medium you have, use it. So if you're Mm -hmm. um, a rapper, if you're a talk show host, if you have a a large social media platform, Mm -hmm. I feel like if that's something that is triggering you inside that you should – you know, stand up and talk about it. Like, this mm-hmm. isn't right. You know, this right. isn't... Uh, the way that we're talking about our women... In, like, and the people do that all, all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that we're talking about our women in music, um, it's not just music. It's not just lyrics. Like, this actually has an effect on how yeah. people's minds are trained. Yes. So if you have a platform to speak about it, I think you should speak about it. Okay. If you're able to be there for someone, I think you should be there and say, hey, I, I see this going on. Are you okay? Like, is right. anything going on in your life? Like, is dude treating you right? Like, because mm-hmm. um, I know my brother, he, in a second, he'll ask me, he always just be in my business. Like, okay, so what's going on with this guy? What's going on with this guy? That's awesome. And um, he's there, luckily, right. you know? So I guess we need you black men to be there in any way you possibly can. Yeah, I was going to say that too, especially and for me, it's more important to personal life. I know you brought up social media quite a bit, mm-hmm. but for me, it's more important, you know, even in the workplace, mm-hmm. um, in the church, in the home, you know, in our streets, um, in the club. <laughs> like for me, that's more important or I'm like, it's, yeah, for me that is, that's more important mm-hmm. than the, the social media part of it. I know a lot of people, you know, focus on that public and vocal part mm-hmm. of it, but for me it's more, you know, in the, the community. Day-to-day. Yeah, yeah, the day-to-day, yeah. yeah. I like that. That's where cycles are broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jazz? You asked a question, but do you have a... Um, a preference. A preference? Um, I would say for me... 
my preference is I I would yes I would like to see it in the media but only if it's genuine because but definitely personal as well but I'm just targeting the media first so if I would say I like to see it in the media of course just like with our podcast we don't want to partner with people that's not in alignment with who we are. We don't want to just bring anybody on. And so I think a lot of times the reason why black women aren't lifted up in the media is because I think it has a lot to do with it's not in alignment with who they are. If we want to talk about our rappers, they're constantly <laughs> calling women bees and hoes on their, their songs. So it's kind of like I'm objectifying women i'm not seeing them as this royal figure so me speaking out for them as i'm calling them b r slap b f b like i don't know you know some of the crazy lyrics that we hear on these songs just like i don't feel like that's they may not feel like that's their purpose to actually speak out because some of them don't care they run it through 20 b's a night or 100 b's a night you know how they say on the song like it's just like I if, oh, get another one you out the door. I don't know. You know how the songs go. Yeah. And so it's just like they kind of don't they they generalize women to like just being these numbers. Like they don't see them as a mm-hmm. we well not all rappers and, and, and entertainers, but on a vast scale, like you just listen to what the kids listen to these days. Yeah. I don't, and I'm gonna just say what the kids listen to. <laughs> but it's just like I don't hear them talking about um, this this woman, this queen, this goddess, this this woman that I value on a on a on a grand scale. Because if your lyrics read that, then you would find it your mission to kind of speak out when unjust things are happening to Black women. And so I would like to see it, but only if it's genuine. So, mm-hmm. um, but definitely on a personal level, for sure, for sure. I think everything starts with your home, what goes on in the home, because um, I remember earlier today, I was listening to one of the podcasts with E.T. on it, and um, he was saying, like, the way I'm going to show my daughter how to be treated by a man is I'm going to treat her mother amazingly. I'm going to start internally inside my home. He's like, I can't just preach to her and tell her, you need to find a man to do this, this, this. He said, I fig- I figured that out early. Like, I can't do that to my daughter. She just doesn't receive the what I'm trying to say. She just want to go learn and bump her head the, the um bump her head through experience. So what I have to do is I have to just embody and show her what a man is supposed to or how a man is supposed to act around a woman. So I definitely think that on an intimate level, that's very, very important for, for me. I'm so glad you said that. Because I was just thinking about my dad and how even going back to when I first got an iPod, you know, CD player and all, he always made me listen to the clean versions. And mm. it was because of, you know, the language that they were using. And right. you know, he never, you know, That's talked that up. way to, you know, to me or my mom. I never heard him listen. It was always, you know, those clean versions. Aww. So I think it starts with, you know, what we're listening to. Yes. Absolutely. Conditioned. Yeah. And I love, love, love like how you said women that. Out, or men out there who are calling women queens and, you know, mm-hmm. beautiful, you know, but we just, we're so, you know, on a vast scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's popular. Popular. And popular means the majority of the population is doing that thing. But hey, you know what's kind of funny? I was, sometimes social media, well, I was, <laughs> I used to be reading comments, but I saw a post and, <laughs> this girl was complaining about men calling her queen. 
Like, like, why are these men calling him queen? Like, I don't really, that's too much. That's too much. But the reason why I say we're conditioned, we hear it in the songs, even though we don't even know, we Mm. get, we, it's so normalized that we're okay with using the B word. Mm. And we're okay with, you know, Drop it low, just bend it back. You know, you know, we be arching that back up, and we be twerking when they say twerk. When they say twerk, but in actuality, like if you really, sometimes I'll be like listening to lyrics. I'm like, why am I, am I twerking like right now? Because is the way that the song is displayed. It's not, it's not good at all. Right, and uh, it's like though they are saying it, we're accepting it, and we're adding the actions to it yeah you so know that's what I'm a saying? form of, of, of like meditations it's very deep like yeah. it's so deep like the fact that you're dancing you're letting these lyrics permeate your soul like it's yeah. penetrating your body like we don't even understand it's like an african ooh i can't remember who told me this but they say like when we listen to the songs and we're just bobbing our head we're affirming yes to whatever ooh. these songs are coming on because yeah. think about it you don't bob your head shaking your head no you mm. typically bob your head in an up and down fashion like you're saying yes to whatever this song is telling you and like you're subconsciously subconsciously receiving the messages of these songs so i you really you love, love 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 how do. your father like, really do like i think back to even when i listen to gospel music and how just my whole mood, my aura, my language changes. Mm-hmm. But when I'm listening to rap music, especially hardcore rap Ratchet music, music. Like, it's, you know, my whole... Like, <laughs> you start moving your head like this. Exactly. Make it rain, I'm trick, not going to make it, it complete <laughs> sentences anymore. Yes. You know, it's... No, very true, very true. Mm-hmm. Your whole body, your speech changes because of the music that we're listening to. Wow. Very true. So it's like if you're listening to that music Every day, constantly. And, and just think about the people who don't have, like... I feel like we have a pretty good balance, balance. balance. where, I mean, I'll be in the gym I and I listen to, that to gospel I, and I, I listen to that. But for the people who don't, like, like this, this is all, is they, listen all they listen to. And they don't even know the effects it has on their their minds. Because mm-hmm. I just think about when I was, well, going back, in I, actions. Really, I really want to, <laughs> I just need to highlight yeah, okay. and lift your dad up for that because not many dads really care what their daughters or, or children at, um, at most are even listening to. Like, just forget the censored version. Just if, remember the advisory? Was it advisory? When yes. we used to, like, we would explicit, explicit list lyrics when we was back in, in middle school. We'd be trying to go sneak it by the X okay. lyrics, AZ like, lyrics, trying to look it up. So I just really <laughs> commend him. I, I commend him for doing that. Because, like, but. Going back to another level, like I remember when I was younger, some of the music I used to listen to, mm-hmm. and I would listen to it just to feel the pain. Cause you know, some music will put you in your feelings, or yeah. you know, like we would like literally me and my teammates, we was crazy for this, y'all. <laughs> so we would literally go have a session and we would just sit there and listen to sad songs. Like, y'all, y'all ready to get in our feelings today? Like, yeah, girl, come on, let's go get in our feelings. And we just literally List a group of us just sitting there listening to some sad ass <laughs> music, and we be going from we go from happy to like literally in our feelings. Like Ew. you will be in your feelings. That in your happened to me feelings. today, yeah. and I turned it off. I was like, it was after the gym. I left the gym like later tonight, and I was, I was like, oh, this is my song. Cause it's like one or two. Use those yeah. songs. Don't hear it too much. Yeah. But then I was like, dang, this is sad. And I'm like, I started thinking about past relationships. Girl. I was like, nope, let's turn this because. <laughs> right. Why it's like that's that's your jam, but I'm not about to affirm this sadness mm-hmm. into my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
zero in Trey. I used to be going so like depressed oh. as hell. Like you know, both around me. I ain't really big. Like one deep. I, I'm like, damn, why am I so mad? That was kind of funny in high school. Like everybody went through this phase in high school. We were just on zero in Trey. Like yes. zero. Why you so sad though? Like, yes. But these songs. Can literally drive you into a depression, y'all. A depression. How do we get on songs? Like, I don't know. No, it's just it's just oh no, I was no, gonna no. say we got on it because it people don't think like the stuff that we consume has an effect on how we treat others in the world or how yeah. our actions are. Mm. And just going back to black women, these things, what we see on TV, mm. what are in our own lyrics that are coming out of our own black male's mouth. Mm. It's not. It's not even a coincidence. Like I don't know. I don't really even know where that stems from. To be honest, to be know. talking about women like but that. But I feel. I feel like there is a black male listening. Like what? He's like yelling to us. <laughs> Yell to <laughs> like, me. Like what about them hoes? That you know, like they who really do carry oh. themselves like that. Mm. You know, and I hate to say that. But that's real. Well, maybe that's where they get it from. That's maybe that's where it stems from. Then, uh, <laughs> maybe I answer my own question. <laughs> like it may, it may, like there are women out here who are. Um, what I'm trying to say is there are women out here who are promiscuous and doing things like this. Like we're not going to. That are actually here. yes doing yes. the things that's on these songs. That's living this life. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hmm. We only speaking from one side, like <laughs> yes. from our reality. We're not talking about the people that's actually wretched. Like, yeah, people are actually living this life and this is what they see. This is what they're surrounded You're right, because it's thrown at them. I understand that. But when it's said in the song, it feels like it's referring to all women. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, I guess you're saying you hoes, but maybe you are specifically talking about hoes. <laughs> but in like, my mind, I feel like you call everybody, all yeah. of us, hoes, specifically yeah. black women. <laughs> I just feel targeted. <laughs> That's true. But um, I don't know. That's a really like I w- I wasn't ready for that. I don't even have like a a reply back to that. I don't know, but I came across the article and uh, y'all saw the article and Cardi B was talking about um, how the people don't care. You know, if women came out about certain issues in the, that industry, the hip hop industry, people wouldn't care. Do y'all think that that's true? You know what? I, I, I know it's true because she was talking about it and she basically said um, people would come up to her like that. Mm-hmm. Like she would. What did the let's, um, let's video just read say? Real yeah, she, she mentioned how she wanted to be a video vixen. Yeah. And how in order to get into videos, they would pull out their. Their penises. Yeah. And I mean, and I know that happens in like. Uh, probably every industry should yeah. probably the McDonald's manager like, oh, you want to get on fries? Okay, suck this thing. You don't know because it's really it's a power constraint. Yes, it is. And so you you know you think that it's happening just here and there, but it's happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I can see how it can happen even more for video vixens because mm-hmm. you already are seen as this person who's going to use your body mm-hmm. to get to another place. But what men have to realize in women because we objectify our own selves we shame other women mm-hmm. and we have to realize that just because a, a person uses their body mm-hmm. maybe just want to dance around i don't know that doesn't Make mean them. that you treat them any type of way mm-hmm. that you use mm-hmm. them or you are that they're less than they're still a woman but maybe they're just more liberated than us you know yeah. and we have to look past that and see okay 
just because she's dressed like that doesn't mean she deserves this treatment. Mm. You know what I mean? No, I, I do. And I think that's partly why um, the slut walk. This, uh, yeah, with Amber Rose. Yeah, Amber Rose came up with the whole slut walk thing. Yeah. But I think it's just... It's, it's confusing. It is. It's very it is. confusing. It is. And it's, here we go. It's confusing. I think as a society, society is very, very... how you how you present yourself. yourself. Yeah. So think about this. As a society, we judge people. You can't lie. You we say don't judge a book by its cover, but first impression, why do you think we go on these job interviews, put on our best dress and our best face or whatever, so to speak? It's because we're judged based off of we're just being judged. That's all it is. So we can say don't judge someone that's doing this or putting themselves out there like this, but it's like you whatever you put out there, you have to you have to you have to roll with whatever attention comes with that yeah, because I agree. I'm sorry to say that I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that it's wrong, but you it's just the way are, of the world. You're you're putting yourself in a vulnerable state by saying that I'm gonna come off like this one way and then expect to be treated like someone that's I don't know, that's I understand where you're coming from, and I understand that's how the world world works. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to things like, I don't care who the like, I don't care who it is. Why, why are you whipping your penis out? Why, yeah, if I'm, I'm in the club, why are you touching my ass when I walk by? Mm-hmm. Like, don't. It's like, don't do that. Like, that's just just like. So for some reason, sometimes we normalize it and like, okay, you know, touching my ass, I'm wearing a tight dress. Okay, I understand. Booty <laughs> fast, you know. No, but it's disrespectful. It is, it is very disrespectful. You know? I agree. And I hate it when that happened to me or happens to me. But I still say it's like we put ourselves in this environment. Like people are heavily intoxicated. People are not in their right mind. So that's just a risk you take. Even though we may not be as turnt as them, but when you are turn thing you're you're not in your right conscious your your sobriety level is way off the chart they don't care about touching slapping your ass grabbing your ass when it comes when you walk by they're just thinking off of pure feeling action it's like they have no um filter over their actions they just do whatever they act off impulse so it's both we have to hold ourselves like i get what you're saying so we have to hold ourselves in a higher standard and Mm -hmm. present ourselves as such carry ourselves as such and but we also have to hold the men accountable like if Definitely. you are, if you do something like that in a club like i'm not just gonna just keep on walking and not say something like we have to speak up and say something okay yeah oh why go to the club just stay your ass at home <laughs> but that should be fun. a reason yeah, why you why you don't go out it's because oh i'm scared you know Right. I'm gonna get groped. Like that? No. It comes with it. No. <laughs> it comes with it. Well, it should be learned. I mean, I think that's because that's what we see and because we accept it. We're mm-hmm. saying it comes with it. It's but it like doesn't if, have to. It's just like if a man goes to a strip club and we tell him to, like, I mean, he's putting himself in an environment that's that's heavy it's like you telling him not to go grab no ass at a strip club but it's like you putting yourself in an environment where ass is throwing at you left and right how you expecting me not to well not to behave so to speak or if, if someone it's like you're leading yourself into temptation and expecting not to get tempted i understand that temptation because god tells you not to even lead yourself into temptation <laughs> so you know <laughs> into like temptation but 
we have restraint. And I, what I'm thinking, it's just like, I think we're just normalizing it too much because it's happened for so long. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it's easy to say, like, well, what do you expect to happen just because we've been accepting it for so long? But it's time to change the narrative. Like, I really feel like if I walk around, y'all know I don't even be wearing clothes. Like, I don't, I don't, I like short stuff. I like, like, my boobs out and my breasts free. So do people treat, do you see a difference in how you're approached or how you're treated when you dress, you know, like in your business clothes or when you dress even just a little bit more covered up versus when you dress more provocative or sexy or, you know, a little cleavage or, you know, a little cheek, cheekage? I think, like, for me personally, I don't see a real difference. And mm-hmm. I think it's probably because my awkwardness outweighs all of it. So it's <laughs> like, okay, I don't, she's just goofy and awkward. But... um I think I'm more self-aware. It like I'm more thinking in my head. Oh, I hope they're not looking at this. Hope you're not looking at that. And you know why? By you thinking that that brings on that energy. Mm-hmm. But um, do you okay? What about from other like races? Do you see, you know, get looks or different things from other races? Um, I really don't be paying attention to them. <laughs> I, don't. I don't want to give y'all an example. I don't. don't I want to paint a fake scenario real quick. Paint it. I'm sorry. So I'm listen. probably a bad example. So listen, listen. So listen to this. I wish we had kids. So this I could do. be. I see. Real. I see people looking at my braids. Like when I walk into some mm-hmm. of these jobs, I see people looking at my braids. I see, you know, mm-hmm. not, just not even, you know, just a provocative, but just, you know, it, it all. Oh. Like, do you ever notice a difference? But. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, with my my fake locks, I get compliments. <laughs> I don't know, I, y'all know, I'm not really around a lot of like, because I work in a predominantly black company mm-hmm. that I'm really not surrounded. I don't have to care if you know how other races think of me because I'm in a community that accepts me and understands me. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. luckily, but, thank but God. that's because you're in a community that understands you. But mm-hmm. imagine if you were. I'm talking like complete strangers here, like someone that don't know you from Jack or Jill, like you just this this blank face, like, so it's just like, okay, if we had, I don't know, if we had children, this would be a whole lot easier to make this scenario, but just imagine you had some uh, some children, and you were trying to hire a sitter for your children. If the sitter came to your house dressed in this provocative way, but everything else about her seemed okay. Would you still hire her? Well, I would think that she shouldn't dress like that for an interview. So mm-hmm. that just tells me that she doesn't know how to dress appropriate for different situations. If you're at the club, I expect you to wear a short dress. <laughs> you know. But well, we just said like if a woman wants to wear this and do this and be that, like and slut walk, then let her do that's her. A, but that's different. That's a slut walk. You're walking in a slut walk. If you're at a job, you should. Especially if you're trying to get interviewed, hired, you probably should dress like you're trying to get hired. You know what I mean? Okay, so I did see. I was, I guess, I was confusing mm-hmm. it. I was thinking that we were saying like just let them be how they want to be free. Let them be free. And, yeah, yeah. Because okay. just think, if you're a video vixen, you're probably not going to be wearing that much clothes. Mm-hmm. But I still don't want you to whip your dick out. Right. No, I'm not saying that that was okay for him to whip his his you dick know? out by but, no means. But I know what you're saying, like. By what you wear, by what you say, by how you present yourself, you know, it's going to count. That's going to counteract how other people view you mm-hmm. and treat you. But what I'm saying is we have to look past all of that 
and understand that at the end of the day, we need to treat everybody with respect mm-hmm. because they're humans. Yeah. Okay. Especially black women. I definitely but it, but agree. So, but the reason why I'm saying this is because black women has been have been seen in this society, Western society, as the bottom. You know, I remember mm-hmm. I never brought this up on the other podcast, the breakdown of a black woman, how we are seen as the most undesired. I know we don't feel that way because when I walk in a damn room, like, I feel like a queen (laughs) because I am one. But society tells us with our hair, if it's curlier, um, closer to whiteness, closer to whatever is not black, that's prettier. With a a narrower nose um, or... um, Big lips on a white woman is acceptable. Braids on a white woman is acceptable. But when it's on a black woman, it's, it's ghetto. So it's just like, it's just so much. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I guess I'm kind of coming numb to, well, I won't say numb because I'm not perfect. I know some days I wake up not feeling as confident as I did yesterday, but I am starting to realize that everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Everyone has been conditioned and brought up to believe in certain things. So it kind of comes with the territory. No one is going to like you. Everyone is, it's just impossible for everyone to respect you and like you. It's too many of us in this world. So that's understandable. But for black men, it's imperative for them to respect us, the majority to respect us and do the best for us. I don't really care about other men and you know mm-hmm. other races really like right. when we're talking about black men if black men don't mm-hmm. respect black women no one else is going to respect them so how do either. we get so what's the first step how do we get black men to respect our black women answer okay. jazz i think it has a lot and this just struck a chord Where i don't know right, right when you just said that i just mm-hmm. thought about this mm-hmm. the, amongst all the demographics i think that Having a two-parent household, we are at the bottom of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. So black men grow up seeing these their mothers as these single moms. And not in all cases, black men will turn out like this. But majority of black men are being raised by just only their mom. So they don't even know how to treat a black woman. They don't. Mm-hmm. They never seen like my mom be. Um, they never seen their mom being Wine catered to and, and, yeah. and treated the way a queen should be treated. So. They just act off of just figuring it out as they go. And sometimes figuring it out as they go, they get mixed up in the wrong crowds. They get mixed up in with friends that's like, hey, let's just hit as many chicks as we can. Like, And so when you develop that psychology, it's just like huh, women are just this thing. They don't have yeah. to be treated and put on this pedestal. And so I think that has a huge effect on the psychology because Asian families and his well i don't know so much so as hispanic families but asians indian families um caucasian families they're typically seeing their family have that respect for the mother like Mm -hmm. and then they it just typically i mean it um it kind of creates this type this trickle down reaction like okay i just need to respect women that look like me because i see my father doing that same thing so i I think everything starts in the in the household it starts at home so that's just so me. We gotta stop letting in. the streets raise our men. And right, and the media. Men. Oh, the media? The okay. streets, the media, definitely the streets, the media for sure. Because it's like, 
if you you you're not doing this at home but then your child is just watching tv all day and seeing everyone mistreat black women on tv and no one telling him like son i know you see that but black women are these queens and actually seeing his dad doing what it is that he's telling him to do like his dad's not telling him son you need to treat a woman like a queen but then his dad's out here yeah he's actually showing him what it means so i think that's very very important because we can say the media, the streets, all these things had this effect. But if you have someone constantly in your ear or constantly showing you what's right, I think actions speak louder than words. And also showing you like that it's cool in a way, mm-hmm. because I think like um, just I just know the generation before us <laughs> mentality was a lot of different because it's like they saw from what I've seen. You know, just in my own family, from when I seen the black man, they had their wife, mm-hmm. and then they had their sides, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like a status thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have my wife, my beautiful wife, caring, perfect wife, and then also I need these girls because it's a status thing. I have everything in my family, and my cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's reflected in the music and the media, and then your son after that grows up to see that as well. Hmm. So it's a cycle that needs to be broken, but I feel like I'm seeing it now more. Like to me, I, it's cool to have a, to be faithful to your, to your woman, mm-hmm. to treat her right. Like thank God for social media at the same time, even though it could be crazy, mm-hmm. but it's also calling out people like, this is wrong. And this mm-hmm. you dumb if you cheat. Like you dumb if you cheat, you dumb if you hit somebody. Like we calling people out and people are getting X'd out. Mm. It's a good and a bad thing because people some people are getting X'd out without all the facts. And mm. uh, you know what I mean? Um, so we have to be careful of those types of things. But definitely starting with the the household. But um y'all talk you said like don't let the streets raise you. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I kind of feel like it depends on what streets. Uh mm-hmm. if you're thinking streets as like community. Cause I was thinking about this earlier today. Like we really have to take on the responsibility, even though if this person isn't our child, isn't our friend, um, we have the responsibility to pour into every youth, every mm-hmm. person that we come along because yes. ultimately as a community we really have to look out for each other. So don't mm-hmm. let the bad streets raise you, but if you're community you should be raising each other mm. to make sure that we don't steer away from I where agree. we're supposed to be. I feel mm. like we need, we have the duty to step in, even though it just seems like out of place sometimes. A lot of kids, especially, want you to step in That's to true. tell you what's right. You know, That's at least true. give them that chance. I agree. I so, agree with that. I don't know. It's just it's we don't have the answers, but we could speculate <laughs> and we could <can laughs> research and we could try our best and bring up the conversation. You know, get people talking. Yeah, that's and important too. The guys have to call out when they're being wrong too. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta call out your homeboy. Like that's not cool. Oh, Yo, you gonna cheat on your girl like that? She's a uh, she's amazing. Oh, you hitting on girls now? Like that's right. that's Check not them. cool. Like I always wonder if guys really have those kind of conversations with each other. I don't know. Like, in private, you know. Do y'all? Like, <laughs> tell me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, from what I know, 
most guys, you know, they encourage that behavior. Mm-hmm. Well, especially from the older schools. Like, mm-hmm. they would tell the young school. And, and it's crazy because I had very close male friends that gave me inside scoop on the male code. And it's just like, yeah, I know guys, they 50 years old, older than me. Like, they love their, their the woman that they're with, mm-hmm. but they just... They step out. That's just kind of a thing that they do. And I'm just like, okay, well, I mean, just. I'm so mad. <laughs> or, or not even that. Even on the the, uh, the Jay-Z interview when he was talking about the whole, um, the four, the, um, the 444 song, 444 mm-hmm. song. He was just saying, like, you know, we never had good role models to tell us how to treat women. We only had the man to tell us to get as many numbers as you can because that made you look like the man. And and even men are looked down on sometimes that they have a low body count. Like, they look like they ain't got no game or they look like they ain't got no mouthpiece or they look like they don't know how to put like it down STD right. STD free, and that's what I like. <laughs> you know right? What I, mean? I love me some STD free men. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. But you're so right. But it's like, or you know, the whole story of the 40 year old version. Like, it, even just that, like, if a woman was a 40 year old version, it wouldn't be as a bad thing versus a man. But not saying I want anybody to be a 40 year old version now. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> seeing a man that's in his 20s that's a virgin is like, nigga, are you gay? Or, but if a woman is in her 20s and she's a virgin, she's this pure figure. So it's like, why do we have teach our, you know, these men and women different things yeah why do we have these views and pressure on each sex well since we're talking about men right now men right now why do we have this pressure like if his body count is low then he's less than a man or you not the man or that guy you know the terms that they use if if they're not having a lot of women it's a status symbol for men Mm -mm. i don't know i just need y'all to stick up (laughs) And do better. <laughs> do better. And I know that, and that's not discounting other men, because I know, because we definitely know great men, or surrounded mm-hmm. by them, thank God. <laughs> but we need y'all, and we need y'all to stand up for us. I think that's what hurts the most. It's like, if you if you don't stand up for us, because we stand up for black men, like, hardcore like i don't know anybody who goes harder for black men than black black women and to see black men put black women down after all that like lay your life on the line for them Mm. like that hurts and so i don't think people aren't understand that and but i think it goes back to self-hate that's why i was bringing up that you know whitewashing earlier because it's it's true um i was telling the girls earlier about um this guy I think his name is, I wrote it down, Kodak, no, Kodak, <laughs> Glock 9. I know y'all have seen this because it's a viral interview mm-hmm. of him saying, like, he's dark skin, like, his skin is nice and chocolate. Like, look at that. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, I ain't going to lie. I know I'm ugly. He says, if I'm effing with you, I'm a, I'm black as as F, right? I'm black as shit. Okay, I don't know. I can't. Okay, I'm just not going to uh Block out the cuss words. He said, so I know if I fuck with a black bitch, we're going to have a black baby. And I ain't, I ain't with that. So also, this treating a black woman is also mm-hmm. self-hate. So if you hate mm. yourself in the way you look, <clears throat> you're going to treat women who look like you bad as well because Ooh. you are insecure. It's a reflection. So Ooh, that's real. So you have to be careful, like. It also starts with the home, but it also starts with self-love, you know? That's true. 
But I mean, like, we don't know what happened in this household. Because I've heard even parents. I was I was at one of Jarvis's Absolutely. basketball games, and I just heard a mom tell her daughter, like, sit, I mean, no, her her son, sit your little black ass down. He's like, I ain't black. Like, boy, shit, yes, you is. You, I'm like, and I just hate that so much. They use black as if it's bad. Yeah. Like, so how we know he didn't? He wasn't brought up in, in being taught to hate himself. Yeah. Yes. Like taught that black skin or darker skin is bad. So I think it, it starts always with the home. Like, what if they had him saying you affirmations? Know he was. You know, he was getting teased. Cause I mean, just think about when we were elementary. That's what I was gonna mm-hmm. say. You know, African booty scratchers and mm-hmm. you know calling people black and black purple and yeah. I've actually, yeah, I've, like, I've heard all kind of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and don't you notice this though? It's our people. It is. It's, it's our us. people. Ain't no white person be like, oh, you dark as night, nigga, like you. <laughs> ah, you get. I can't even see where you at. Where you at? The, the lights out. Like, <laughs> let a white person say that. Like, but it's our own people. It our own people. It's us. It's us. Yeah. I was literally talking to this girl. I was on somebody else's podcast. I forgot it. What their name? I think it was Melanin's Secrets. It hasn't came out yet. But she was talking about colorism, mm-hmm. and she was just like. It was my own people teasing me, and that made me feel insecure for so long about my black skin. Mm. And I was just thinking to myself, like, dude, like, it's our own people. And I understand why, because, I mean, they made Jesus blue-eyed <laughs> and white, like, yeah. with blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Willow Lynch syndrome, how they used to put the light-skinned slaves against the dark-skinned slaves. Yes. But that's a whole other story. From so I, that's I, years of condition. It is. Years. years. And it wasn't that long ago. It's not that long ago either, but right. that's not why that I just have to. Like two hundred years ago, there's just I so know. much to tackle right <laughs> now. <laughs> two, I know it's like I know all angles to tackle, like all angles to tackle. But I want to say self love <laughs> first. Yes. Y'all need to know if you don't know that your skin, if it's black as it is on a the darkest day, that stuff is beautiful. so beautiful. beautiful. You need to know that. You, you know on the um what's that black market not not the but the, <laughs> the black market where they sell like body parts oh what, yes is that called black market too? yes yeah so you know on the black market like one i can't remember the exact measurements but one let's just say ounce i know this is wrong but one ounce of melanin costs way more than one ounce of gold magic one out they actually sell melanin in the black market y'all like that's how magical and we don't even melanin is what makes your pigmentation darker so dark pigment the darker your pigment is the more melanin you have in your body and they sell melanin for it is worth more than you can buy gold guys i don't think y'all understand that y'all don't even understand that and i guess it goes back to history too because we're like okay we slave Slavery, we go back to slavery, but we forget about the royalty that's in our veins. The royalty that's right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in Ethiopia, yeah. like where we come from. And uh, I think we said it's not in our other podcast. There's royalty in our DNA, but also so much royalty in our DNA. But yes. that's been blocked out in our history books yes, too. Definitely. So it's just it's we're a two-way path. We're not being taught that, but we have to make sure we're getting taught that. We're <laughs> <laughs> not being taught that, but we got to make sure we're getting taught that. Job. Yeah, because it's like that's true though. It's sometimes true. I believe we, we no. I was just gonna say sometimes we just take this like okay, th- this is all and this shit is fucked up. Like this <laughs> society, yeah, like. What they did to us is so messed up. But at the same time, if we know better, mm-hmm. 
and we choose not to do better, it's on yeah. us. So I was about to say, it's so, so many talented artists, so many talented, you know, producers, movie makers. We just need to put our talents to use, mm -hmm. but for good. Like if we just imagine if we, you know, had children books, you know, mm -hmm. telling the story of, you know, the royalty and all that movies yes. and songs and music. It could change the game. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's happening. It is some out there, but so we need to, it's we, up to us. You need to tap more into it. Yeah. yeah. It's up to us to actually seek out for that and actually purchase it and, and, and invest in that, those types of... Because there are movies out there. There are children books. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Finish, finish, finish. But it's just <laughs> up to us to make those investments, and that's when it goes back about being intentional with where you're spending your money. You have I, to be. I want to be a light bulb goes out. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, when that light bulb. When I was watching a um, Dave Chappelle comedy, it was one of his comedy things on Netflix, and he was talking about how the Emmett Till story, mm. how that sparked, you know, some change. You know, if that never happened, if that white lady never lied, mm -hmm. you know, like on her deathbed, she came out and said she lied about some things. Right. You know, so if that lady never told that lie, you know, he never would have died, you know, and just different things would have never happened. You know, mm -hmm. this little trigger effect. Right. So he feels like because Donald Trump is in office in some kind of sick, twisted way, because Donald Trump oh. is in office, he, it's, it's a trigger effect, yes. Mm -hmm. You have Black Girl Magic, you know, you have all these hashtags that we're starting to use. So it's like, mm -hmm. I, I get it. It is happening. The change is coming. It is happening. Mm -hmm. And I agree. in some kind of way, it's because of like, the negative. It, it, yeah, the it, it sucks that, you know, it has to be, mm -hmm. you know, this way. It's paid in the way. Yes, but it, it's happening. Right. It's happening, and y'all are saying books, but girl, okay, I saw this on Facebook. I had it on my Facebook to show you this. This girl named Tomi, I'm right, I don't know if I'm saying this right. Do you know how to say this? Tomi Adeyima? Anyway, she's an author. She's 20. Oh, I may have she's 24 years old. She's a New York Times bestseller for this book called Children of Blood and Bone, and it's like mm -hmm. a fictional book yeah. about black, like black royalty yeah. and like in this mystical land Ooh. and um but it also tackles stuff that we go through today you know like police mm -hmm. brutality mm -hmm. according to what she was saying i haven't read the book yet mm -hmm. but just having more stuff like that yeah i can't like this girl how did she do that 24 she wrote a yeah. new york times bestseller like and it's gonna wow. be turned into a movie oh, so wow. it's just like who into a movie that's awesome mm -hmm. so wow Hey guys, go get that book, Children of Blood and Boning. Share it with your children, and I'm gonna make sure I read it too. Yes. I need to read that book. But for real. yeah, so, so more having, stuff like that. Yeah, things like that in your home, videos, movies, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And sharing it's it. And, and being and, and sharing that with other people, because if you don't, if they don't know how, they're supposed to know. <laughs> like, how are they supposed to know? But, but it's like sometimes people don't even wanna know. That's true. So you, what do you do then? I think... I don't know. I think when... You just have to share with those that do want to know. I think you try and then if it doesn't happen... Because you can't force just, them. The, I feel like you'll, they'll know... They'll see by your own actions. I think we yeah, say that a lot. that's the truth. Nothing changes you like... Girl, girl telling you go to the gym. Go to the gym. Go to the gym. Go to the gym. Mm -hmm. When you see her ass get fat... Her waist tight, 
and <laughs> she's sitting right like maybe i should go to the gym <laughs> real you know that what i mean true. That is so, so it's true. just like it's very important for our young men and women to see you know, not only the NBA players, um, the rappers, and things of that nature, but seeing like black engineers, black family men, black council women, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and being there in the community. Right. Um, I was watching uh, Boys and Girls Club videos mm-hmm. just to get like I was trying to make a video for uh, the nonprofit I work for. Mm-hmm. And no disrespect to Boys and Girls Club, like, I love what they're doing, but mm-hmm. I didn't see a lot of black leaders. It was a lot of uh, white leaders, like, mm-hmm. uh, making sure they're off the street, which I am very thankful for. But it still goes back to, like, you're seeing this white person helping you out, which you connect, like, savior to whiteness, which mm-hmm. is fine, but it has to be our duty to for them to see people who look like them mm-hmm. to have their back and, to, and that are successful. Mm. So you could say, oh, it's not just the white person who could be successful. It's the black person who looks like me. Therefore, I could be successful mm. too. So I agree. So now going back to the beginning of the podcast, I know I think I asked the question, what part of... Um, what way do you want black men to stand up? Basically? Yes. Mm-hmm. What, which way do we want black men to stand up? Is it on a media, a vast level or more of an intimate level? Now I'm go- I want to go back and change my answer. I think it's both, <laughs> y'all, because yeah. both is so, 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 so important because we can act like media don't affect us, but media, just think about when we all saw Black Panther. Everybody was doing Wakanda forever for like 20 <laughs> weeks straight. Like we was- <laughs> My nephew, we, we were doing a handshake and he still was doing it and it just blessed my heart. Like he's like, like, no, let's do this. He did the Wakanda like, forever sign. And that's that was on the media. Like sometimes you, we need to see these positive images of the black family, and not just the black family, but the black a black healthy, happy family flowing in perfect harmony, like living their best lives together. Like we need to see that on a day to day basis because that programs your mind. Like you subconsciously feel like I need to have that whether you know it or not. You just automatically feel like I need that. Why do you think Diamonds are a girl's best friend? Because we always seeing that. If they told you rubies was a girl's best friend, right. then everybody would be looking for some rubies or some, some emeralds or whatever the case may be. But how are people supposed to see that when the people who are controlling these, exactly. these outlets, are they don't look like us? So how do we expect them to put out images that are healthy for us? They want to keep us down. So that's why we have to, like, I feel like it's the opposite. We have, we can't, we can't rely can't on, rely. we can't rely on social media and the media. We can't. Like, we can't, I can't rely I on it. I say we it. can't I rely, do. but I still I think do. it's important. I want to, but it's, I'm, I, no. We can, I mean, it's both, right? We can't rely on it. No, yeah, that's why I said both. I said my answer was I unless said, we unless we have more outlets that are for us. You know, yes, we do have the own network, but everybody don't have cable. You know, mm-hmm. looking at the own network. That's true. You know, we have BET, but BET is they play the White same. Watch now. They play the same. We didn't see. Hey, BET uh, got better, y'all. Don't play BET. They got hit the floor now. Uh, no. They have how heard- many times that they played Baby Boy? So plain. Him, Jody don't be oh, doing her ass right. Jody do not you know be doing her right. 
it's a huge opportunity with BET for us to do something with that, but it's not it's being getting better. Done. It's getting better, guys. Y'all got y'all y'all love okay, BET. Well, it's getting better. I gotta go <laughs> they got the whole then. HBCU go. thing going on. They got a few shows that are popping. Like okay, I'm gonna put it out here. Like it's not, but it's not black owned. But it's a lot of black people work there. Yes. Okay. But. Like, yeah, of course they're going to keep putting the shows out there with the, you know, the same stereotype, the single black woman, you mm-hmm. know, just out here being promiscuous, doing whatever, you know, they're going to keep putting those out. Because that's, but, yeah, I, I, I do agree with change. that, but at the same token. Not, I, so why do we have to change? The media has to change. Well, we have to be the media and we yeah. have to support us. Too. Mm-hmm. So, like TV One, that's black owned. We have to support those shows, but we don't, oh, these shows aren't. There's shows out there with two uh, parent households, yeah. but we have to watch them. Yeah, I was going to say, we have to support it and we have to call people out. Just like in that video, we were watching how that one guy spoke out about R. Kelly and then oh, they yeah. made that film. You know, Rihanna spoke out against Snapchat after mm-hmm. the beating and then mm-hmm. Snapchat lost, you know, 800 million, with that, you know? So that's it's true. up to us. That's it is true. up to us. Well, first I would say it's up to us, but first we have to make a name for ourselves in order for our opinion to hold weight. Mm-hmm. Because the only reason why Snapchat lost so many, well, what was it they lost? It was, uh, yeah, they, people deleted the app. Just millions. Like, yeah, they, they lost they millions or 800 millions, millions. millions it was of like a, a survey supporters. Said, or, would, you, would you slap Rihanna uh, or, or punch Chris Brown? Yes. The only reason why it carries so much weight because the Riri gang is so strong. Like her, <laughs> like no, think about yeah, it. Though. No, no, her no, supporters, yes. her fans that stand behind her is so strong that they actually will vouch and, so and stand behind. We have to be so strong about exactly. causes that are for the betterment of our community mm-hmm. and our black women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying the people that speak out. That you have to get to a level where people want to listen to you and, and value. Like if Beyonce said, mm. everybody go do something, everybody going to be like, okay, it's going to be a good number of people that's following her that, that's going to agree. So I think you have to, at first, you have to build yourself, your brand, your build yourself up to the level to where people will listen to what you have to say. I mean, and you could speak out mm. while doing that. Just that's because true. like you could build your brand by saying that like oh yeah. that's the girl who's always down for the black women black yes, men if that's your brand you know yes. what i mean so yeah. i don't really agree that you have to like wait to build your name just speak up when it's right because you speaking up when it's right to one person your homeboy who beat on his girl oh yes you yes, could yes, change yes, yes, his definitely his, his her life save her life like mm-hmm. you know save him from going to jail mm-hmm. um but I, I think I know where you were coming from, though. Yeah, I wasn't like, saying that. I was saying, like, no, go, go ahead. But, like, other stuff. But um, just going back to, like, black women and black men, I just think, like, as black women, we know that black men are the most in prison, even though we're, like, the 13%. We know that black men have been targeted for ever in America, mm-hmm. um, have been used and abused. So we care for them so deeply and we want to make sure that they're not hurt that we go out our way to nurture and protect them Mm -hmm. but then we also forget about our own black women who need uplifting we already Mm -hmm. subconsciously think like since we know we are strong Mm -hmm. we're like this girl is strong too but no we need each other Mm -hmm. like that's why we we good because we could uplift each other right right we're down and out but black men have to know that we need the help 
to be lifted as well. We may look strong and we may be lifting you up, but mm-hmm. we need you as well. That's true. You know what I mean? So I feel yeah. like we we take on so much from a black man because we know what they go through. Mm-hmm. But they have to understand that we we're strong, but we still need that helping hand. Yeah, we go through things too. Yes. Just being real. So it's like, and I, I've seen that with myself too. Because I'm trying to start this after-school program for my job. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that popped into my mind was like, oh, I got to protect these black boys. Because these yeah. are the black boys who come in after school, mm-hmm. you know, hang out. But there's this one girl, she comes up too. And I had to remember, this girl needs me to speak mm-hmm. life into her. She needs Absolutely. to know that she's beautiful, that she's confident, that she doesn't have to give her body away. Real. That she can use her mind to get where she needs to go. Absolutely. And if she needs like, a helping hand, that I'm going to be able to provide that space for her. Mm-hmm. That we are sp- going to be able to provide that space for her. But since we know so much like how everybody's out to get the black men, sometimes we let you know, our women fall to the wayside. And mm-hmm. I think black men do the same. Because you're like, oh, this is all on me. This is all on me. You don't know the black man, the black man, the black man. I've seen this, like, happening. Like, my one of my mom's relationships, like, he was like, you know, the society is all against the black man. Mm-hmm. But, ne- but you're neglecting your wife. You're not uplifting her because mm-hmm. you're so strung out on, you know. Self-hate. Self, self, not even self-detriment. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. self-detriment. Like, all about me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. It's like, we understand, but... The only way we're going to build is we're building together and uplifting each other. Right. And I, I just think it kind of goes back. And sorry to say this, if I step on anyone's toes, I just think it kind of goes back to that whole babying. Like women, we, we, you ever heard of like the mother son's bond and the daddy daughter bond type mm-hmm. deal? Like I think women, we share this special place in our hearts for men that it can be borderline between babying him and nurturing him. Like mm-hmm. those two can, can, it's a thin line. You can either overdo it or it can actually be right on the money. So I just think we have to not baby them into an, a, a sense, not neglecting all what y'all go through. I, I'm, I, I know, trust me, I have a dad, I have brothers. I have men that are very close and dear in my life that means the world to me. And I understand, I see y'all struggle. But we have to realize that every culture is struggling. Like Hispanics are being taken from their their parents and deported and, never, and some of them are never gonna be able to see their families again, like ever again in their life. But they still have to grow on and go, go through this life and do they give up or do they still make the best and then one day maybe reconcile and be able to find and, and reconnect and bond that relationship we don't know but i'm just saying like we can't use these crutches for men women and allow these to become excuses so that you can sulk in this and and, and never grow and progress because the world is going to move on with or without you whether you 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 you've been beaten down by the I'm sorry if white people listening, but this is the, the favorite <laughs> word. I've been beaten by the white man or the white man doing this. Like, you can't use that excuse forever because while you over yes, here mm-hmm. using that same excuse for 30 years, it's thousands upon millions of black men that are striving, top of the class, turning into engineers, doctors, lawyers, rappers, singers, basketball, whatever the case that, that, that may be, still with the white man targeting them so we can't use these crutches i'm sorry i know it's hard and and it it, it is i can't lie and even for black women it's hard 
but we still cannot cling to these excuses so much so to where it becomes detrimental to our own growth because with God, ain't no man, white man, blue man, yellow man, black man, ain't no man can get in your way. So you just gotta keep that faith to use your mind, use your own willpower, and you can get through and grow through whatever situation there it is that's supposedly standing in your way. Yeah. I think sometimes like black people don't know their power. Like, um, I remember my mom told me back in the day that black people wouldn't even want to go to black doctors because they didn't think that they would be knowledgeable knowledgeable mm. enough to, you know, treat them. Wow. You know, now me and my mom, we only go to black doctors. <laughs> like, um, but, um, but that's crazy because some people don't think that they could succeed without having a white backing. That's so if true, we, um, I think we need to know the power that we have in our people and that we can, you know, build together. Like mm. you don't need, I mean, like it sounds like we're all prejudiced and stuff. We're not. I love white people. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> but we have to know that we are enough with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need, like we, we don't have to have a white person to help to us validate. Lead, to yeah. validate us. Yeah. To, you know, we could be doctors and we could be treated correctly. We could own businesses. Like, you know, some people won't put their money in unless they're like, oh, oh, it's just a whole bunch of niggas. Like, oh, I'm not going to put my money into this. You know what I mean? But people are are seeking after us and our our dollars because we spend a lot. Like, oh, this is too black. I need to market to everybody. Nah, why do you think uh, so many people are marketing to us? Because we spend girl. all the money. <laughs> girl, yes. So. Girl, so much so. To, girl, I had this friend. So I was at her house, and she was, like, telling her dad that she was dating this African guy. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, and she's American. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, and her own dad told her this. And her dad is black is, girl, black is, black, black is black. <laughs> like, dark skin. Like, my daddy. My daddy dark, too. So, um, and, I, and so... Her own dad was like, I don't want you to date no, no marrying, no African man. You would have a better chance in this world if you married a white man because your your child will be born brighter skin so that he would have better opportunities mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And so why, okay, <laughs> this just goes back into... And she was like, he's even said, if you marry an African man, your child going to have it hard. And see, people are basing their success on a color, which is stupid. But when you know yourself and you know the power that you have within that God has, Mm. like nothing can stop you. Nothing. Nobody. Nothing. 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 So we got to stop talking to our kids like this. Like, Like we never know what's being planted, the seeds that's being planted in in the household. And that Mm -hmm. was because maybe, and then when you look at his success, he had to have, he had it hard. He worked labor jobs and he's still working labor jobs and he's like in his 60s. So he's basing, and then not even knowing the African people, uh, majority of the African people I know is very wealthy. Very, very very wealthy. They're all engineers. But but this is the the (laughs) misconception because Americans for a long time, time until um africans started migrating in such large numbers and we started actually befriending them we didn't it was a disconnect in african and african-american culture that diaspora was like 
a huge separation. So we didn't know what they had. All we knew was about the media of Africans and all they showed on the media was the baby with the fly, feed a child. So we thought that African people were living inhumane. We didn't think that they were living with skyscrapers and balling out of control. So all that comes into play when you're talking about What's being taught at the, at the home, it still comes back to that whole little line of media. What's being shown on the media. Very, very true. We kind of went crazy. <laughs> we just talked about everything black. Like, I think I'm going to end this episode, everything black. Like, everything black. Goodness gracious. But, um, oh, it's just so much. I just want us to be, to know that we are just so precious and beautiful. Like, and you really have to talk to yourself. I swear, guys, I stare in the mirror and I just be like, you are so beautiful. Like, you are so worth it. Like, you deserve everything. Like, God just made you so beautiful. You have to, like, admire yourself in the mirror. You have to talk to yourself because the world will have, and have you feeling like you're not worth it. That's so, yeah. so, so, you so, know? so, so, so true. And I like what you were saying. You were saying the, uh, the guy who was talking about the the daughter who was going to marry the African man, mm -hmm. you said that she, he put, he put her, his life on somebody else's basically. Mm -hmm. So people could only see their, their, well, some their people, own their own realities. So don't let anybody put their reality mm -hmm. on you because that's their reality. That's their perception. Right. right. And they're, that's theirs. Like that's theirs. So I'm For sorry. You're on a low frequency, but for me, like I'm good and I can do whatever I want. So don't really? ever let nobody's reality be reflected on you because y'all are different and you mm. hold a different power. You hold a different energy. That's so, yes. so, so true. I just want our black men to be present. Yeah. And to, you know, uplift our black women, you know, be there, support us, you know. We we need that backbone too. Sometimes we need that, All the time. <laughs> you know, support. You know, we need to know like it's gonna be okay. You mm -hmm. know, we need that that confirmation. You know, mm -hmm. that balance. We need the, we need time to be. Just held. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we don't want to be strong all the time. Mm -hmm. We really don't. We may look nobody like it. Nobody wants to be we strong. We just want to like right. Nobody wants to be strong all the time. Yeah. Man or woman, and I just think that's what a relationship is meant to be. Like I'm gonna have you on your low days. You have me on my low days. I'm gonna have you on your high days. I'll be there on your high days. So. Having that mutual support and connection. I think Beyonce said this on that song, Grown Woman, with the, uh, not Beyonce, but the um, African lady when she was speaking. We teach our girls that marriage is a sense of yeah. uh, something. I don't remember the exact words, but I, she was saying, we teach girls to, to be competitors for marriage for the attention of men instead of teaching them to have that same passion for other things. But long story short, what I was trying to, the nugget I was trying to pull, she was saying, instead of us, teaching our girls to just only um, lean into marriage, thinking of it being this thing that we, we're we not validated unless we're married. This is my perception. This is not what she said, y'all. <laughs> but um, we need to teach teach our men as well that marriage is that that union where it's a, a source of mutual support. When we say mutual, guys, 
There's a difference between mutual and some, when somebody's draining you or when it's one-sided or when you pouring all this in, but they only pouring like, you know, giving you pennies, but you over here spraying hundreds. So y'all make sure it's mutual. If I'm spraying fifties, you better be spraying fifties too. If I'm spraying tens, <laughs> and then some days, you know, you may not have tens, I mean, fifties to spray, but you can spray, spray what you got. Spray, spray <laughs> your best, give your best. That's all I'm asking you to do. And, and, and I think the marriage or the union will be able to grow in a beautiful way but yeah just respect us respect, respect us that's my thing is you know just treat you know the women on the streets you know your brothers your sisters like you would treat your mama like you want somebody to treat your mother like mm -hmm. your sister i you know that's my biggest thing i always you know treat people how i want to be treated or you know right. treat others how i want to be treated real it's the same I'm I'm so into that. Like, and I just went to New Orleans this weekend. New Orleans, baby. I'm sorry, I had to say it like that. <laughs> I had to say it like that. But anywho, I just went to New Orleans, and we was uh, we went into we was in the French quarters, and we went on into like one of these the, these stores that was on the French quarters, and it was this. Um, I think she was Indian. It was this Indian lady, and she had charged us $150 for the merchandise. But we were looking at that person like, "What about it? it was $150?" And then when she rerung it up again, it came out to a way lower price. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, I would have felt so terrible if I would have like if I would have actually charged y'all this and y'all walked out the store and I didn't have any way of paying y'all back. I would have had to go donate money to people left and right because I know <laughs> karma comes back around. It really does. So." men when y'all out there doing these women dirty black men when you out here treating these women like they're just the object and they're not actual human beings with feelings just know karma always rolls back around y'all it, it may not always, be the way you expected right it's not to say that she gonna cheat on you it's not to say that she gonna beat you well you gonna have daughters Right. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I don't even want I don't even be like wishing no. prayers on. I'm like, cause I'm like, God, I hope nobody ain't wishing nothing bad on my daddy daughter and I'm his daughter because I'm like, she didn't know me if the ride on some woman. Like, you know, I release all of James. But I'm just saying, just know karma it could be in form of cancer. I'm I'm just we're just Lord gonna Jesus. stop there. We're just gonna stop there. Yeah, that's true. I just reaped some karma this weekend. Lord, everything I was so mean to this guy on GoDaddy because my mm -hmm. website was messed up. I was so much negative energy was coming out of my voice. I was heated. Aww. And then I was like, oh, God, Lord. Oh, sure enough, so many things happened to me this weekend Aww. that I was like, so karma's real. <laughs> so rude. But it's a lesson learned. But I wanted to end with this. I went on a field trip with the kiddos um, from my job. I don't have no kids right now. And, um, we went to like this flight museum. It's called Lone Star Flight Museum. Hmm. Um, and there was this guy who was uh, one of the instructors. He was like a black. He used to be in the military or Air Force, mm -hmm. actually. And so when the kids walked in, he said, all women to the front, all men to the back. And he's like, uh, why did I do that? And, and then one of the little girls was like, so we could see. He's like, that's a really good answer. It was like. Is as long as we're in here, you're gonna treat women with respect. They always sit in the front. You always open the door. You don't go through a door um, before a woman. Mm -hmm. You know, you always respect a woman here. You don't mm -hmm. touch them. All that. 
And I was like, this black man, okay. <laughs> I was like, it's like, is that clear? They're like, that's clear. He's like, you can do what you want outside here, but outside of here, but in here, no woman walks through the uh, through a door after a man. Mm. I was like, okay, dang. So, so all the kids were like, there's like 10 guys and then 10, 10 little girls. And they're like, they're all telling their boys like, hey, you can't go before the girl. You can't oh. go before the girl. They're all opening the door and stuff like that. That's so beautiful. <laughs> it is. It was so beautiful. Mm. But it's just setting that standard. It took that one guy to say that. Just set the standard. Mm. And it's like, that is, ex- you treat your women like queens. That's the standard. Mm. That is the standard. And that's what it should be. That's what it should be. And I just loved how he just made it. He just strictly said that and it was done. I love that. So can we just do that? Okay. Can you just do the whole world then? <laughs> hey. Dang, that's beautiful. And yes. you just struck a... Never mind. I, I, we going to end know. there. We going to end there. Treat them... I think the important thing is treat them like queens regardless of how they act, how they, you know, look, you know, regardless of what they've been through, their mm-hmm. past, you know, whatever they're going through at the moment, treat them like queens. Yeah. You know? Cause that might change them. Cause you don't, exactly. Yeah, you just don't know who. Cause most of the time, the way people act, it has nothing to do with you. It has mm. everything to do with them. Mm. So they might be hurting. Mm-hmm. They yeah. might. It's be like an attention. iceberg. You know, we only see the surface. We only see the outside. But it's so mm. much that's going on within, and mm-hmm. it's so much deeper. We don't know. We don't right. Know. We don't know. Ooh. Oh. Okay. I got one more thing to say. So. <laughs> So, and so this weekend in New Orleans was amazing. New Orleans, baby. But um, so mommy um was telling me though, she's so beautiful inside and out. Mm -hmm. She was just saying like, well, we had this conversation because you know we have this independent mindset Mm -hmm. in I and I that we just have that we've developed over the years. It's kind of been like a a, um evolutionary thing we kind of had to develop in order to survive women, mm. black women in, in general. So we have this misindependent thing. So we have to learn to let our men lead, L- allow our men to be these gentlemen. Because some woman, I forgot what um, Jennifer was saying, but she was saying that, I don't want to misquote. So, but I, I don't even know if this is her saying that, but she was like saying it was a man that, I mean, it was a woman that don't even like for her man to open the door for her. Like that's crazy. Like let that man open the door for you. Like, and we was at this one particular restaurant in the French quarters. We was in the French quarters like every day, Mm y'all. We did this one particular restaurant, and it was this couple sitting behind us. And mommy just looks and she's like, "That is not a healthy relationship." And I go, "Why?" Mm -hmm. And so she's like, "When they got up from the table, he walked in front of her. He didn't even like let let he he just kind of left her." behind and trail behind him he didn't let her walk ahead and stand behind her and be her protector i was like dang i wasn't even looking at all that like observing these little things i think it goes back to that book blink where Mm -hmm. you were saying a man can see just based off the 10 minutes where this relationship is healthy Mm -hmm. or or unhealthy Mm -hmm. and then he also said she also mommy also said as well like even when they made it to the door he didn't hold the door open for her i was like that's whack i was like dang that deep she's like that's not a good, that relationship is not going to last. I was like, ooh. Wow. Well, but I wanted to end on something more positive, but just bringing that back, respect, respect, guys. The, the, the little day. things, yes. the little things, like little things, like opening a door, you, it goes a long way. Chivalry ain't dead. It's contrary oh. to what you believe. It's fine. It's definitely not.
right. All right. So this made me think about oh, you said well you should get a, a thing that says affirmation time. Yes. It's <laughs> affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. That's all we need. What? Okay. <laughs> Guys, if this is your first time on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end with a positive affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation an affirmation is any positive or negative statement that you could be using to transform your life if you're using it in a positive way you might be loving your life right now if you've been using affirmations in a negative way you could be looking around like life what's going on right now so even in the bible it states let the weak say i am strong so even when you're feeling weak, you're not supposed to affirm and say, I'm feeling weak. You affirm strength. You affirm positive, uplifting words into your life. So that's what an affirmation is ultimately. So it is three of us, and I'm affirming that it's a trillion of you all out there, whomever is divinely meant to be. And let's go ahead and share these positive I am affirmations. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay. I am calling in a fine, Christian, mm. protective, thoughtful, ambitious, loving, black man, mm. soulmate mm. into my life. Hey man, I see you walking with him right <laughs> now, girl. I am living in my divine purpose with all those around me. I am worthy of all the things that I desire and want in my life. Amen. Let us know your affirmation below. And guys, if y'all want a part two, so y'all could be like, hey, y'all missed some stuff. Right. We have a seat or if you, we have a whole couch for you guys. So come on, (laughs) just. Hit us up in the DMs. If you know us, call us. We're here. We're so accessible. Right. Um, so make sure y'all subscribe to us on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, or Google Play. And make sure you tell somebody about Soul Feeling today. Yes. Get the word out. We love you guys. Peace. Peace. Bye.